For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Meilat Bekele, and you're listening to Daybreak. Today, we're covering the Frosch survey for the class of 2026. It's Thursday, September 22nd. Today, Associate Podcast Editor Eden Tishoma with Assistant Data Editor Annie Rupertus about the Prince's Frosch survey. Um, so can you start by giving us an overlook of the process of creating the survey? Yeah, so it started kind of a long time ago, uh, at the end of last school year, so around May. And basically what we did to start is, because we'd already done the Frost survey two years in a row, we took a look at what we had from last year and started adapting the survey and thinking about what questions we wanted to keep and what new things we wanted to learn about the incoming Frosh. Once we felt like the, the questions were ready to go, we drafted an email and we sent it to all the Frosh. We sent it to them a bunch of times to make sure they all saw it. And over the summer, we took all the data, we put it into an enormous spreadsheet. And then we used this model that we started with the senior survey last year, where we were able to take the data from the spreadsheet and use it to auto-generate a lot of our graphs. I personally am not exactly sure how all that works because I don't know anything about computer science, but it's really cool and it made things way easier than it was when we first started doing the Frost survey. Once we got to school this fall, we had like a big write-a-thon where we looked at all the graphs and all the cross graphs and thought about what the most interesting things were we wanted to pull out. And we wrote a bunch of summaries. Then we sent that to web and social media and graphics and they all worked to make this beautiful website and then it just came out so now it's here. I'm wondering with the bigger class size was there any notable changes between this year and the last two years of the survey? Yeah so there are definitely a lot more students in this incoming class. Definitely some similar trends though Um, and a lot of the questions are pretty consistent amongst classes of Princeton students. Some things that were different this year um, is that there were a lot fewer students who took gap years. Um, That's more COVID-related than class size-related. Another trend we've been noticing is that a lot more students have been getting into Princeton via the QuestBridge program. Um, When we first did the Frost survey for the class of 2024, only 0.8% of the class came in through QuestBridge, and now that number's up to 7.3%, which I think is really interesting. We also looked a lot at financial aid and various statistics related to finances. Um, This year, for the first time, we asked about um, students' personal contributions to their tuition and their um, school costs, Um, and there were some really interesting numbers from there. We crossed um, financial aid with a lot of other factors. For example, we saw some changes from last year regarding who thinks they might need to take out loans to cover the cost of their Princeton education. And all of this is really interesting to keep an eye out for, especially right now because of the news that was just announced about the change in financial aid policy. So I'm expecting that will change a lot more even next year. And then what's your favorite graph on the website? I think the COVID graph is one of the most interesting ones. Um, We found that 56.6% of the incoming class, uh, of the respondents from the incoming class, have never tested positive for COVID-19, which I was so surprised by. I thought it was going to be way lower um, because as we found in a data article last year, within the first three months of 2022, 
something like a quarter of Princeton students had COVID just in those three months. Um, but it seems like a lot of our incoming students, at least when they filled this out in May or June, had never had COVID before, at least that they had known of. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that changes now that they've arrived on campus. Um, so that's one of the most interesting ones, but there are a lot more. So definitely everyone should go check it out. Um, it's in last week's print edition and it's on our website. It looks beautiful. Everyone should read it. Well, thank you so much for staying down with me today. Thank you. Outside of Central Jersey and Central Asia, violence has broken out between Azerbaijan and Armenia this week. More than 100 people have already died in the fighting. The outburst has Karabakh, a major ethnic Armenian region within Azerbaijan. This is not the first conflict between the countries. In 2020, Armenia was forced by Azerbaijan and Turkey to cede territory and accept the presence of Russian peacekeepers. This past Monday, Russia failed to broker a new ceasefire between the countries. Meanwhile, U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken hosted a summit in New York to try and derange peace, which has not yet yielded success. Yesterday, President of the Russian Federation Vladimir Putin announced that 300,000 men would be conscripted into military service in the war against Ukraine. Protesters took to the streets in Moscow to voice their opposition, with the New York Times reporting that more than 1,200 people have been taken into custody across the country. On Tuesday, Eritrea launched an offensive campaign into Ethiopia to combat the Tigray People's Liberation Front. Eritrea had previously intervened in support of the Ethiopian government in the Tigray conflict, but had withdrawn most of their troops last year. Throughout the conflict, millions of people have been displaced, and Mike Hammer, the U.S. envoy to the region, fears that the current involvement of Eritrea will further exacerbate the situation. Expect a high in the mid-70s with some rain and scattered thunderstorms. And that's all for Daybreak Today. Today's episode was written by me and Hope Pineard by Eden Toshoma and produced under the 146th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, class of 2022, and our show was started by Mark Dodici, class of 2022. For the Daily Princetonian, I'm Melas Bekele. Have a wonderful day.